Audio is recording. Audio is recording. Cool. So we got one thud right there. One thud right there too. All right. Three, two, one. Let me make sure I'm recording. All right. We are recording. All right. Make sure I'm in focus. All right. Three, two, one. Wait, I got to minimize all this stuff. I'll get better at it. Give me, give me some time. Give me some time, me. Give me some time, me. I'm going to zoom this out a little bit more. And then put this down. All right. Should be good. All right. Three, two, one. Yeah. Y'all, welcome to the Word of Reason podcast, where we help bring reason to your life only through the understanding and the Word of God. Um, today, I want to first and foremost say that a lot has happened. I don't want to speak on it yet, but a lot has happened. Um, a very hugely large potential blessing. Um. I, I first and foremost want to say thank you guys so much, very, very, very much for the support. Um, just to reiterate, we do have a YouTube channel if you want to watch the podcast. For those who are used to listening, you can watch it on Spotify and YouTube. Now, let me explain, because a lot of people may be confused as to why the last one was titled um, what it was with number one instead of 11. Uh, for those who may be, let's say this is your first actual time watching, uh, there are 10 other episodes. Um, I guess from this one, this would be the 12th technical episode, but the second video podcast, but there are 10 audio only podcasts, which, uh, me and my boy Tyree have dubbed like the training arc to get us to this point. And we're in the game. We're in the game. Um, there's been a lot of support and a lot of people being like, dang, bro, it looks, it looks good. So I'm just like, bro, thank y'all so much for the support. Really. It, it is very, very meaningful to me. Um, and going over, um, what I was saying that the reason why I titled it number one, just to clear up confusion, if there was any, um, is that we now, like last podcast, I explained how the basis and the foundation for Word of Reason was wrong, and I, I had it wrong uh, up until the point where God had to explain to me, like, what was the initial heart posture that you came into, like, that I brought to him, like, that was my, my heart posture, that was my main concern, I was like, God, this is what I want to do. He was asking me that, and it was to help my generation come and let them understand and know, like, bro, Jesus Christ is the way. So if you haven't watched that last po uh, podcast, which is a low-key kind of an introduction uh, for the not even just the video podcast, but for what word of reason is genuinely going to be founded on from this day forth, that other podcast is um, essential. For those who listen on Spotify, it may be a little bit different now because all of the other podcasts are gone, uh, but all the 10 podcasts are not gone on things like Podbean, 
If you search up Word of Reason on Podbean, if you search it up on Apple Podcast, everything should be the same because they don't do video podcasts. So there was no need to take it off there. And uh, iHeartRadio and whatnot, all the other audio podcasts are there. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much where you can you, you can find them uh, elsewhere. If you need to find all the other podcast links, uh, you can find them in the Instagram. You can find them in the Instagram at... Uh, wordofreason.pod on Instagram and you can click the link tree. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, it's going to be in every description, so you can click that click that uh, link in the description and then it'll bring you to all the other podcast places where you can uh, listen to your, your ears content so long as you're led. So, today I've got an interesting topic. It's not one that a lot of Christians haven't heard and I know Word of Reason was just founded on explaining to the generation that um, it's founded and what the main purpose of it is for showing others for this generation in this generation that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the light and the life um, and the bread of life. I do want to address what's going on, though, in the Christian community surrounding my boy Tim Ross. Now before before I even say anything, let me clear up. I am not on here to talk about bashing him. I am not here for that, bro. As a matter of fact, the message for today that I have heard is grace and love show it abundantly always. Always showing love and grace abundantly. Um, cause it, it just seems like even as unintentional as some people may be in the way that they rebuke others or, or have righteous judgment upon others, it's not founded in love. Um, I understand some people have a, like a harsher tone and they mean it in love. And then there's others of which I'm talking about in which maybe you're saying things where it's just genuinely out of anger and you're moving in anger and you're upset at what you've heard which i can completely understand however we don't need to bash him and condemn him so the thing is is that i really wanted to come on here and talking about love and grace one of my most favorite bible verses that I have remembered is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, which is, now these three abide, or these three are left. These three are here. Faith, hope, and love. Paul says the greatest of these is love. For a plethora of reasons. So much that it says in the word that when you, when you essentially to, 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 to make it understandable, when you lead your life, obviously following Christ, but when you lead your life with love at the forefront like Jesus had, then it fulfills the rest of the commandments. Because when you walk in love, there's peace in love. Um, actually, let me pull up the verses because beforehand I definitely wanted to talk about this. But I didn't want to talk about it in a sense of like, oh, this da da, da 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 my opinion that this that and the other here's what should have happened here's what should have been said this is how i should have um 
I'm not Tim and I'm not God. I'm just David Burks and I can only be me. Um, so what I'm going to do though is talk about how we as the body, it, it, it seems like it's subtly crept in that we're, we're moving in hate, hatred and we're moving in anger as well. Like when something pushes buttons, we obviously get to, we not obviously, but we immediately get to just this, this, this person standing in the middle of a circle of people around him pointing fingers and, and, and casting out. Like I've seen so many people say, kick him off the pulpit or, or get him out of here. Never should be preaching again. Come on, y'all. Let's let's be for real though. That is too much. That is doing too much. It immediately reminds me of when the woman was caught in the act of adultery, and I forgot who brought the woman out. Either way, they brought her to Jesus, and they presented the woman before Jesus and said, "We caught this woman in adultery." And the law says that we should stone such. We should stone those people who were caught in adultery. What do you have to say about it? Essentially trying to get him caught up. And his response was, those who are without sin, be the first to cast a stone. Good. Those who do not have sin in them and have never committed sin without sin, be the first to cast a stone go ahead and i want to find the verse however i, I want to go over what i was reading in the bible and uh i i want to i want to read from first corinthians chapter 13 though and it says in verse one if i speak in the tongues of men or of angels but do not have love I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. So, I want to refer back to what a lot of people have heard before, whether in or out of the church. It's a very out there saying of love is patient, love is kind. And that's one thing, if any, I have learned from the last 10 podcasts that have been what I quote the training arc before the playoffs, as my boy Tyree put me on. Like in that whole that whole time period, there was such an immense amount of character development between me and my brothers and sisters in Christ who, who they've been keeping me in check, 
keeping me in check because I've been look. I understand. Like I've said some absolutely mahoganous stuff before on the pod that I don't agree with that I said. Like I, I won't go over and reiterate everything that I, I I've gone over that that I'm just like no, I don't agree with that. But I did say some things that were out of oh I'm high and mighty, I'm in the Bible all the time, I'm doing good for myself. Like bro, I'm gonna keep it a buck. If there's no love behind what you're doing, I don't know that you're doing it right. I don't know that you're doing it right. Because if Jesus gave a command out of his own mouth that says, and I give you this command, that you love one another as I have loved you. So going back to the reference point of how people are really just trying to rip him to shreds right now and i i don't support that it's like it's mind-boggling because i'm just like dog how far away have we gotten from this this loving one another commandment like i understand we are supposed to keep the church in balance i was also reading earlier in this it does say let God judge those who are on the outside and let us have righteous judgment on the ones who are inside as talking about the body. However, you do it in love where love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not dishonor others. Love is not easily angered. Um, and we're supposed to move in the, in the, in the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit. I'm just going to bring out one that is very common. We need peace. All right. And and the one thing that I have learned too about the um love is patient and love is kind. I I the 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 difference between nice and kind. That that's one thing that I've definitely gone over recently. Um there is a severe difference between nice and kind. And I kind of want to read off the definition, but going off the top of my head while I'm bringing it up, to be nice, you're going to get walked all over. But being kind is completely different. Let me let me see the difference between nice and kind. Because I really want to put y'all on. So being nice, this is this is like this is not a verse, but this is just the actual definition. Being nice is when you're polite to people and treat people well. Being kind is when you care about people and show you care. Sometimes you can be kind to someone even though you aren't nice to them. And you can certainly be nice to someone but also be unkind. So so being nice is to always be almost in in a a pleasing a, a pleasing state. Like I'm, I give 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 give. Be nice, be nice, be nice, and it's just kind of like to to satisfy you. I be nice to you to make you agree with me and be pleased with me. As where being kind, it is caring. It is loving. And. You can be very stern while you're being kind. 
And so I, I, I take it. I take those definitions at face value whenever it when it talks about this stuff because it was brought to my attention about it. But uh, there was something I was going to say. Um. Yes. So about the love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, it does not dishonor others, and is not easily angered. I know this is unneeded. However, here is my standpoint with this. Just to give a little more context. I did watch the entire sermon. My opinion, if you don't want it, don't have to agree with it, that's fine. However, this has been stirring up in the spirit. It's stirring up in my spirit. And I'm going to be very honest. I'm not going to lie to you. So me, I loved him. That that sermon was amazing. It was. It really was helpful. It was amazing, honestly. And then it got to that part. And for me, there are so many different factors of people. There are people who saying it was okay. It was just, there are like four standpoints, I guess. There's a standpoint of like, it was okay to say in generalizing. It was okay. Y'all are dra- like taking it completely out of context. You're dragging it. Da, 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 da. I get what he was saying. There's people who are saying it's being dragged and completely just blown out of proportion, which is my standpoint as well. As in like, y'all are doing too much. Like, like y'all are, I don't even want to say it like that because some people may be uh, like, pressed by it but ripping him a new one bruh like y'all are y'all are doing a lot in the hatred aspect the angered aspect and then there's two more standpoints where it's like i get what he was saying and he could have said it better and i disagree with how he said it and there's people who are like this is downright blasphemous get him off the pulpit and for me i'll explain it like this i honestly do understand what he was trying to say and I think it could have been worded much better. I think it could have been said differently. Like it, I, I know what he was trying to say. Like I re-listened to it in context a lot because I'm like, dude, I get what you're saying. However, it can be so, so easily misinterpreted because of the two things of how he said it he said the only stripper i serve and so people will hear that as a direct correlation with stripper period like i your your opinion aside you know that there are others who are going to misinterpret it for that fact whether you want to think that or not you know that there are going to be others. And you may say, well, I don't care what other people think. I, I care about what I think. And if that's your mindset right now, I'm going to give you some Bible. Because I I just want to clear that up. And so, again, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and I'll even go back even more to the first chapter 
about the division in the church, which is really what kind of struck me because I'm like, this is kind of happening right now. It's not even just division in the church. It's just a problem. There is such a, it's almost like a divide, bruh. It's like we're all having conversation and, and quarreling amongst ourselves as one big congregation as this viral video goes out where people will hear that Tim refers to Jesus as a stripper. And it's unsettling because it's like some people it's like i'm seeing the hatred arise in it i'm seeing the anger arise. i'm seeing the enemy move throughout this whole time period and it's so unnerving to me that it it's just it's just it's just going everywhere um so let me read from first corinthians chapter 10 verse 23 to verse 33 yeah Paul says, I have the right to do anything, in air quotes, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. Eat anything sold in the meat market without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put before you without raising conscience, raising question of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been awkward, been offered and sacrificed, then do not eat it, both for the sake of the one who told you and for the sake and for the sake of conscience. I am referring to the other person's conscience, not yours, for this is my freedom being judged by another's conscience. If I take part in the meal with thankfulness why am I denounced because of something that I thank God for? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God. Whether Jews, Greek, or the church of God. Whether Jews, Greek, or Gentiles, those who do not follow God, or the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. So, that goes for the context of what I was just saying about, well, I don't really care about how other people may have perceived it. Well, we should. We honestly should. And I don't mean care to the point where you you base your whole character off of that. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, well, no, the word is saying that we should be cautious of misleading other people by our actions. And there was another part where it talks about not catering, rather, but understanding that those who are weaker in faith, that we should take care of them do not do anything that would mislead them don't do anything that would make them completely question what's going on i forgot whether that's in first corinthians or romans but um i need to find that though because <laughs> that one was really like that yeah There we go. First Corinthians chapter eight. Um, 
eight, First Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine. I don't got my glasses on, but uh, be careful. However, that the exercise of your rights does not become a stumbling block to the weak. For if somebody with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge eating an idol's temple, won't that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to idols? So this weak brother or sister for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against them in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause them to fall. And so essentially what I'm connecting that scripture to and the one in verse, I, I believe it was uh, 10, chapter 10, whoops. Was that in him saying that, um, and I've heard other takes on this too, is that there should be some some type of consideration of like, I know what I'm trying to say, but I'm going to think about what the repercussions of what I say might affect others. And I understand that some people maybe just like, look, if you can't understand what he's trying to say, knowing good and well he's on the pulpit, not trying to say that he's a stripper, you need to check yourself. And I say to you, to each his own, I guess. Um, however, that's just that's just not right. That's just like it's because of the fact that what is said, believer, the fact that the believers in Christ, the followers of Christ, the body of Christ. Is, 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 I won't even say arguing, but it's just a big, like I just said, a big quarrel going on amongst us. And it's like, what is going on? Like, really, really what is going on? I'm looking around. It's like everybody's talking about it. And it's like, I have no hate for it, man. At first, when I watched it without context, I, I know I said I wasn't going to give my opinion. And I'm not going to go in too deep because I'm about to go right back to the scripture in a second to keep on with the point of love and grace. Um, at first I saw it and I understood, I was like, whoa, what the freak is going on, bro? I understood what he said. And even with context, I understand what he's saying. However, it's just like for those who are weaker and less understanding and for those who are still mature, it's like, like it's 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 confusing for a lot of parties because there's so many different perspectives that are being grasps grasped and a lot of people i'd say like there's the basement where it's like there's half and half where people are supporting him and then there's people who are absolutely dogging him i don't like the dogging aspect and i can understand where you would i guess try to vouch However, my standpoint remains the same. It's just like it could it could have been said differently. Um, and a lot of people are gonna go, who 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 are you to have an opinion? Well, me. I'm I'm me to have an opinion. God has a God has allowed me to have an opinion, um, and make righteous judgments. And it has been in my spirit a lot that it's not. Again, circling back to what I said, it's not about what tim said on the pulpit that i'm here for rather the response of his of, of the church of god's people 
to what's going on and the strict divide it seems to be having and immediately i was gonna read matthew earlier before i started my day and he reminded me of the fact that i was listening to first corinthians yesterday and let me just go there and read it bro let me move this copy out of the way so i can turn that page there bro dang i hope that didn't mess up the shot again because i always do that I mean, it's my second time doing it, but you get what I mean. You get what I mean. There was another verse that I did see in here that was about the last thing I just said. But uh, what I will say for now is in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 i appeal to you brothers and sisters in the name of our lord jesus christ that you all that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you but that you be perfect perfectly united in mind and thoughts my brothers and sisters uh there are from the house of chloe that there are quarrels among you what i mean is that one of you says i follow paul and da da da, da different types of leaders of the church and in 13 he says is christ divided was paul crucified for you were you baptized in the name of paul i thank god that i did not baptize any of you except for uh i'm gonna just say crispus and guys bro i'm not gonna lie i just realized i haven't used any sound effects bro it's it's getting oof uh but in that it, it's just like come on y'all don't 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 send that man hatred don't go and dish him in his comments don't go and bash him don't don't distribute hate or anger i understand where you are like dog what are you up there talking about for such a platform you have and whatnot it's it's crazy that you would go up there and refer to our lord even closely resembling a stripper and to that i'm like again i'm not gonna speak on that part because i don't want nobody trying to be like oh well you're picking and choosing it's like i'm not picking and choosing bro i'm going off of what the bible says all right that is it all right my perspective is going to be based off of this that's why i'm not coming on here to be like so tim ross said a thing right and i don't agree with it here's why like no, I'm talking about like, bro, the congregation needs to chill out with the hatred directed at this man. Um, I just saw a verse um, in here somewhere. Doggone it. Dang. I just saw it, dude. I just saw it, dude. Well, I couldn't find it, but it was something about, um, something about revering the Lord, which I would have said goes for the statement that was made because the statement that was made lacked reverence. Um, because, and all that he said. And, and all that is said about the Lord, just just keep it in high respects. Like, 
I'm not even going to get into the whole thought about the prosperity teachings things because I don't know really anything about that. I I don't really I mean I know what it means. Um the teaching with the antics type. I'm not going into all that cuz I don't really have a foundation in that. Uh meaning I don't really know exactly what all is included with that, so I'm not going to throw no titles on nothing. Um However, I will say for the for the body, we've got to we got to do better. There was one more thing that I wanted to go over as well. I did already go over chapter 13, verse 13 in first Corinthians. And now these three remain faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. And uh, I'm just like, bruh, come on now. Hmm? No, that's a completely different verse. I, I was just, I was looking at something else. Um, But yeah, there was one other thing that I believe that I had saw. I don't remember where it was. Dying. Well, okay. Well, I'll get to this next verse I found also in love. It's in uh Second John. Um Second John chapter one or the the only chapter. First one and only one of the podcast. Yeah. Wait, no, wait, no, it's not. Dang, I forgot. I kind of did the clapping at the start, bro. Never mind. Anyways, um, Second John chapter only verse five. And now, dear lady, or us as well, I am not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. And this is love. That we walk in obedience to his commands, as you have heard from the beginning. His command is that you walk in love. His command is that you walk in love. So, that that is honestly, it's, yeah, it, it. I intended for this one to be a short one. I didn't really have much of a message. Uh, aside from that, I, I really didn't want to come on here. and I don't, I don't want to bash Tim. I pray that he's doing okay, though, because I know he's an emotional person, and I hate for him to have to go through this. Um, And it kind of makes me sad because uh, I, another thing I was thinking of was those who have i don't want to condemn you those who have said something that i don't know how many people this may reach i have no idea whatsoever however for those who may be listening or watching that have said something about this that falls under the category outside of walking in love 
and you may have been triggered by what he said. I understand. You may have been offended by what he said. I understand. Or you may feel like he's completely justified. That I don't completely understand, but I know what you're saying. I get it. Um, but I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, but those who have said something like that, just imagine, uh, if you were in that position, this is to also legitimately help, I guess you would say, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. However, following from what the word says to walk in love, to understand and uplift one another and encourage and give encouraging words to one another. While also, yes, I understand that we are to sharpen one another as iron sharpens iron um, to correct one another. It's still in love. It is still in love. That is true. Still in love. Put yourself in his shoes and don't don't use the excuse of why well, I wouldn't have been there in the first place. I'm not saying that I'm saying put yourself in his position where you said everything. You said it all. There's no, you know, you're in that position. You're getting fired up from all angles. You wouldn't want everyone that you're supposed to like, oh, I said something crazy. That's my fault. I said it in the heat of the moment. And now you're looking for people to uh, accept your apology, but you go and check. He didn't. He hasn't yet. Because I'd imagine he'd do it on a podcast yet. Uh, or do it on a podcast eventually. But you go and find out, bro. A lot of the people seemingly are putting out content and comments and this, that, and the other of where it's like bashing him. And I'm just like, dog, if I were in that position, I want to receive love as well with correction, with correction. I don't want to be just, you know, like spoon fed love. Like, you're going to be okay, sweetie. Don't let the people on the Internet hurt you. What you said was fine. Don't you listen to nobody. If God didn't tell it to you. Then. Like, you know, I'm just kind of like, like cradling him almost i'm not saying that um i'm saying just like dog have have love in what you say like really take that take that moment don't go off of your first thought just as he went off of his initial thought and saying what he said don't go off of your initial thought of get that dude off the pulpit now Get him out. False teacher. Blasphemer. Like, dog, people can make mistakes. People can say things that you don't agree with. And and who know, like if he comes out and and says a few choices, I'm not even going to go down that route of possibility. I said what I said. Walk in love. That's all I'm saying here. Walk in love. I'm going to stay in my lane, stay in what I was told and what I felt in my uh, uh in my in my spirit to do. To come on here and, and speak and, and talk about presenting love and grace. Alright? Alright. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Whoever may be listening. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, man. I 
Um, I don't really have much to say anymore other than that. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. And if you're listening, thank you so much for listening and checking in with the podcast. Um, if you want to email me, potentially get in contact me, uh, hit me up at wordofreasonpodcast at gmail.com, all lowercase. Again, it's wordofreasonpodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow the socials where we post the clips and interact with you as well, go ahead and go to the TikTok. It's called, well, if you just search up Word of Reason, it'll come up, but it's pod talk p-o-d-t-o-k dot word of reason um then you go to the instagram it's called uh word of reason dot pod um yeah thank you guys so much for listening and uh remember as the scripture says those who love and follow his commandments and his commandment is that we walk in love all right a little a little fist bump a little punch you and for those who are listening i'm gonna just punch the mic and give you a little fist bump all right thank y'all for listening i'm gonna see y'all in the next one peace